We'll be reading verses 105 to 110. Psalms 119, verses 105 to 110. Hallelujah. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Let's read. Thy Not word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Except I beseech thee thy free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I earn not from thy precepts. Amen. By your hands all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for the saints of the Most High God right now. God, elevate our hearts and our minds right now. Give us strength, O oh God, for the journey. Lord, we pray a special prayer for Mother Young, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We bind everything that we hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray for our strength, or renewal of our mind right now. Touch her, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for your people everywhere, those that are in the United States and those that are around the world, God. Help us to come together in the unity of the faith, oh God, in the bond of peace right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you would help us, oh God, to declare your word this morning. We pray that you bless your manservant, give him wisdom, thought, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray right now. Lord, have your way, Lord, not only in my life, but in the life of the hearers today. Give us strength. Somebody needs strength. Somebody needs a sure word this morning. God, we pray right now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. And uh, thank and praise God for each of you. Uh, uh, good to see. I start calling him baby boy. Good to see my baby boy home. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. He has. A love for the house of God, and I appreciate that. Amen. We appreciate Lady Turner as well. She gave me a nudge to put out the stuff for that we got up. I'm going to put it like that. So she helped me yesterday, and I appreciate that. Good to see some of you that have been to the house of God in a while. Does my heart glad? Does my heart glad? Amen. 
when the saints are missing, it can't help but wonder, is everything all right? And I can see that all is well. And we appreciate it. Amen. We would like to use the subject this morning, the importance of God's word. The importance of God's word. Amen. When you look at the fact that God's word is what we need for our lives and David said it best in 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Whether you realize it or not, the word of God is constantly being attacked. It's not so bad when it happened from the outside, folk that don't even know God. It's not as bad when the atheists attack the word of God. But when the church attacks the word of God and try to get you believe that the word of God is not prevalent for this day and time. The word of God is outdated. The word of God is not really what we need to focus on, but I come to dispute that fact because when you look at what God has said about his word, in the beginning the word was with God and the word was God. The same in the beginning was, was with God. You see, saints of God, you can't have God without having his word. And so when you look at what folk are trying to do today, trying to get folk not to live up to the standard that God had called or called us to live up to, and trying to make religion or trying to make the church look weak and trying to get folks to believe that we cannot do this, but I come to tell you, you can do, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And you know, the church needs to understand the attack, and because when, when the enemy comes and tells us you don't, or you can't, you tell them, I must, I shall, and I will, amen, I will obey the Lord. I, I made up in my mind I'm going to follow the Lord. Will I do everything just right every day? Possibly not. But my Bible lets me know there is a word for every situation. There is a word for every trial. There is a word for every test. No matter what the child of God go through, there is a word for what I'm going through. Ah, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed 
begging bread. I don't care what I have to go through. I got a word. I've got something that God has already sent to help me with my go through. And once we realize that, you know, that God has already sent something to help me go through whatever it is that I'm going through. Do I have a church? Do, do I have a church? When you look at the word important, it is the quality, according to the Webster, the quality or the state of being important, the consequence, uh, an important aspect of bearing uh, significance, uh, a weighty matter. You know, when you look at the word of God, uh, uh, it helps us stay on course. Uh, when you look at the word of God, there is a benefit of the word of God. It helps us to understand what God wants from us Christian. As a Christian, we need to live a life that is pleasing to him and to give him glory. There is the benefit of the word. It helps us to understand what God wants from us. And you can't serve God if you don't know what it is that God wants from you. And then you look at Timothy, the third chapter, the verse 16 state that God used his word to train us in righteousness. You don't know the way. I don't know the way. You don't know what it is that the Lord requires if you don't know the word of God. That's why the enemy has always came after the word of God. If you don't know what God is requiring of you, how can you do unless you know? I wish I had a church. How can you follow the Lord if you don't know it's the Lord that's leading you? How can you obey God if you don't know what it is that God wants you to obey? It's sort of like the nation of Israel when they all they knew is they wanted to be free. Remember they were in bondage for over 400 years. But there was a longing to be free. And I come to tell you that everybody even the folks that are not in the church there is an innate desire in everybody that is uh, has a, a human nature that is to be free. A whole lot of folk think freedom is being able to sin and do whatever they want to do without being called into question about what it is that they do. 
But when you look at a child of God, when you look at a saint of God, we love to have the freedom not to be used by the devil as a pawn. We love the idea of being free from Satan and his devices. I should have had a hallelujah right there. So there are different kinds of freedom. The sinner wants to be free to sin. The saints want to be free from sin. So we need God to help us to be free. That is why most sinners, they get angry when you start telling them what the Bible says. But I come to remind you what God said to one. He said to all what God said to one generation. He says to all generation. And we need to come to the reality of the fact there is two worlds that's battling for your soul. Hallelujah to God. Hell is pulling you on one hand. Heaven is pulling on the other. And you've got to make up in your mind. Do you want to live godly? Or do you want to live as a sinner? Do I have a church? But may I remind you, even the sinner can't understand what it is the enemy wants him to lose until he looks at the word of God. You must understand what it is you give up in order to be a sinner. Just like if you must decide what you give up to be a saint. Hallelujah to God. You must make up your mind to forsake this present world to go after God in the world to come. I'm reminded of Job when he asked the question if a man die shall he live again? May I remind you there are some questions that you're going to have to address uh, if you want to uh, fully understand uh, the importance of God's word. Uh, I come to talk uh, to those of you uh, that have not made up in your mind uh, what your decision is going to be. Uh, I come to talk to those of you that have made up your mind that you made your choice hallelujah to God I promise you as a sinner I won't cry 
if you choose not to serve the Lord. But I promise you as a child of God, if you choose to serve God, I promise to do what God said the angels do. I promise to rejoice with them that rejoice. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. I come to remind you that the word of God tells us that every man, woman, boy, and girl must be persuaded by their own mind. It is not my job to persuade you to be a saint or a sinner. It is your job. Do I have a church? But I come to point out this morning you can't make that decision without hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. That's why the enemy of your soul don't want you coming or going to the house of God because he knows that one day the truth will set you free and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. So one thing that I need you to understand if you ever get tired of being sick and tired the answer is in the word of God you don't have to worry about what other religions say pick up the B-I-B-L-E and it will give you an option you can either pick A or B you choose which one is the best for you do I have a church you must remember when Jesus was down here on this earth before he started his ministry the devil chose to test him based on the word of God 40 days and 40 nights he was in the wilderness being tempted of the devil and it was the word that got him free do I have a church he would tell the devil it is written, man should not live on bread alone, but on by every word of God. Hallelujah. He told him 
Hallelujah. And he quoted scripture. But tell him. But devil told him. To cast himself down. And the angel would bear him up. And he told that devil. You should not tempt the Lord. Your God. How many of you got it glad? You got a God. Gave 
his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life I can tell every devil out of hell the word said everlasting life belongs to me cause I love God and God loves me I feel like preaching some writers say it's a handbook about life if you don't know who you are read who God say you are in the beginning God when he created man he created him in his image and then we're like I don't have to wait to get to heaven to get a reflection of what God looks like. I go by my bathroom mirror. If I walk real fast, I see a flash of what God looks like. If I slow down and stare, I can see God in my I can see him in my hands. I can see him in my feet. Do I have a church? The importance of the Bible is based on the fact that it is a revelation of God to us. Hallelujah. The scripture is God's word. To mankind, God breathed in Genesis. He breathed through Exodus. He breathed through Leviticus. He breathed always to Mark, Luke, and John. He breathed through so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for the work of God. You find that in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. I need the word and you need the word. Hallelujah. The importance of the Bible is it gives us the opportunity to see God in the scripture, his character in his nature. Hallelujah. You'll never know that God is jealous until you pick up the word. You'll never know that God is judgmental unless you pick up the word. A whole lot of folk that are just saying God is love 
much more than that. A whole lot of folk don't know God. They heard about him. Do I have a church? The Bible reveals God's divine desire from the beginning to have a people of his own. Look out, church. You mean to tell me there's some folks on this earth don't belong to God. He may have created them, but they don't belong to him. You gotta make up in your mind. Do you want to belong to God? It's important, the importance of the Bible. It's life-giving, a life-giving book. Hallelujah. The word of God is alive. It's powerful to sharper than any two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit. Between joint and marrow. I come to tell you if you having a problem of being a holy, being separate and sanctified, you need the word of God. It cuts stuff off that though you don't need to be there, it helps you get your footing, not only in the house of God, but in the kingdom of God, we don't put the importance where it needs to be, but I come to tell you, I need the word, in the morning, I need the word, at noonday, I need the word, in the middle of the night, God send the word, send me a word, hallelujah, I need a rhema, I need a shema, Lord, one song writer say, I need thee every hour, I need Oh, pass me not, oh, gentle Savior, on no other, thou art calling, do not pass me by, I come to tell some of the sun. The reason why we go through so much because we don't let the world pull us out of our dungeon. We go through and we're like the nation of Israel. We'll hang our hearts on a willow and we'll ask somebody, how can I sing the Lord a song? in a strange land this is not comfortable where I'm at I know God ain't through so I came back until God gets through all I need 
You need to know. You need to know. Things that are easy, you crying over easy stuff. Acting though you're the only one that's going through. Your light afflictions, my light afflictions, everybody you see, even the ones you, you sympathize in saints. You, you folks are merciful saints. You folks that think God's picking on folks saints. They are light affliction. You got light and they got it. Ain't nobody in here got heavy affliction. Jesus makes sure he don't send you nothing that's going to break you. Everything you go through went by God. The problem is, you believe the devil's lie instead of what the word said. I am more than a conqueror. You're more than what you pretended to be. Stop laying down to lick your wounds. At least stand on your feet and lick them. We take pride in taking the position of failure. We enjoy somebody patting us on the back when we need a good stiff kick. Paul said, how long will you be hot between two opinions? You fight between two opinions. Which one is right and which one is wrong? You know, ain't nothing like flesh Flesh will tell you you tired and you ain't did nothing all day. Flesh will tell you stay at home, don't go to church. And when you know fellowship is all a child of God needs, you must have fellowship one with another. Must have. And you want to know why you tired? You ain't got no saints involved in your life. Them sinners and them spirits wearing you out. Slack up, slack up, ta da! Make you feel like giving up. Make you 
feel like ain't no use unless you eat a whole box of donuts. But you know what the problem is? Your soul is not comforted. That's why you need comfort food because inside your soul is so discomforted so you savor to flavor. Give me something sweet or give me something salty. Just savor the flavor. But on the inside, you need to be finding out why art thou cast down, oh my soul? Why art thou disquieted within? Will somebody give me a word? All you need is to turn people off, turn the TV off, turn your problem off, and get to hear what the Bible says so that your soul can rightly interpret where you are. A lot of folk finding are dehydrated. They drink water, but we don't drink, have nothing with electrolytes in it. You can drink all the water you want to, but if you don't replenish your electrolytes, your body is still dehydrated. Amen, amen. Give you all the cold water you want. Most of them cold water don't have no minerals in it now. They done cooked and bleached it all out. And so you think, let me drink some water so I can be healthy. Ain't nothing in it. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, ain't nothing in it. And so you wind up being kind of hungry in a thirsty kind of way. Because we don't know our bodies and we don't spend time to figure out our bodies no more. Because we're just going through based on somebody else's opinion and somebody else's fact. And if you've ever been to the doctor, they'll tell you, you can have two people in the same house and nobody will have the same problem. The systems are different. You can have the same disease, but you won't have the same problem. So we need somebody to help us understand naturally where we are. That's where the word of God comes in for the saint. When you come to the house of God, the pulpit ain't here to make you feel good. It's to help you determine what you need to get right and what you need to do to stay right before God. That's why the word of God is important. It's valuable. You should love the word of God more than you do money. 
Remember Jesus said when you find the kingdom, it's like a rich man finding a pearl of a great price. You done found what you're looking for, but you don't know how to possess what it is. That's a bad state for the child of God. You came out of the world looking for this and know you found this and don't know how to walk in what you found? We got a problem. That's why the word of God is of such an importance to the people of God. You don't know how to be holy unless God teach you how to be holy. It's like dreaming. The elder did a good job this morning. I didn't hear it all. If the Lord is talking to you in a dream and you don't know what he's saying, you might as well stayed up all night. You have missed the message. So you need now to find out what God said. You know why he let you see the dream? Because he couldn't talk to you while you were awake. You keep annoying him or you keep being busy about nothing. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I know, I know, I know. With all the Holy Ghost you got, how dare you talk to me like that? You ought to hear what the Holy Ghost going to say. <laughs> Who has bewitched you? Who have made a fool out of you? Who has cause you to stumble like a blind ox. So we need to know what God is saying. You mean to tell me that God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever? You're actually learning what your grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren going to know by the time they leave the earth. It ain't nothing new, but it's all true. Oh, I wish I had somebody. How can we, as children of God, this psalm here is loaded. It tells the young man, how can a young man clean his ways? By taking heed according to the word of God? If you ever want to cleanse where you are, you all you got to do is obey the word of God. And I, it's amazing. Folks claim they don't know how to be saved. Just don't do what you did before you got here. Hey. 
should be cut and dry. That's a start. So when you look at Psalms 119 and it's, it's basically what writer said is basically dealing with a father teaching his son the alphabets. Lord, if you ever want to know your A, B's, and C's, look at Psalm 19. It comprises of 22 verses for each letter of the alphabet. That's all you're reading. It is divided into 22 sections each assigned a letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Each verse begins with the assigned letter. And we want, ooh, great God David. David was instructing Solomon how to read. Lord, somebody need to go back to the A, B's, and C's when it come down to the word. It expresses the, the word described in several different ways. The law. The word. The ordinance, the command, the precepts, the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgment. He lets you know that if you do wrong, there is a judgment. That's what the sinner don't want to understand, that you can do all the wrong you want to. But there is going to be a judgment. So that's why they tell you don't judge. Oh, there's going to come a day the court's going to be full of folks that being judged. The statutes. The testimony. We overcome by the words of our testimony. And we love not our life until death. Some of you love your life too much. That's why you can't be saved. You can't make up. Do my right foot want to go to church or do my left shoe want to go to church, go to the club? Just like some of these songwriters today. They don't know if they're writing for the church or the club. So they use a club beat and tell you, don't judge me. How can I not judge you? That have my feet doing what I used to do out there. Give me something in here, they're going to make me clap my hand. Not shake my groove thing. And you have the audacity to tell me not to judge. You haven't read the book. The saints are going to judge the world. You can 
say just not before it's time, but I know a difference between a peach and a wallam in a tree. Now, when I see a wallaman on the, I mean, when I see a peach on the vine and a wallaman on the tree, then we can talk. Maybe my thinking ain't right. They're cross-cutting everything. They're cross-cutting human beings, trying to make you believe there's a shim now, a she-him, a him-she. I've got a great analogy, and it's very common sense. Can you stand the pee? You are him. What's wrong with being a messed up him? Brother, you got us in all shades, color, and looks. Some of us look all right and some of us look all wrong. We need to understand, and David does a great job. Psalms, the Alpha. Verses 1 through 8. The blessing of following the word of God. When we follow the word of God, our lives will be blessed. You ain't got to worry about bless me, Lord. God can't bless you outside his word. You want a devil's blessing. You want to look like God did it blessing. And the devil going to come back and take it back. Get a God's blessing. Beth, verses 9 through 16. God's word keep his people from sin. We need to hide God's word in our heart and obey it. To take it. You thought you were talking about hiding and just keep it hid so can't nobody see. You need to hide it in there until you can obey it. I got a lot of whooping because I didn't do what I was told to do. You might well raise your hand and foot. And the truth of the matter, we still having that same issue because it was a humanitarian issue. It was all mankind problem. And you still fighting. Who they think they is to tell me what to do? Well, apparently somebody that knows a little bit more than you do. Maybe it's the supervisor. Maybe it's the adult. Maybe it's the parent. Somebody that's been here a little bit longer than you may know exactly a little bit better way to do. Here. But it's all of our problem. And don't let them be younger than you. I'm grown. No kid tell me what to do. Gamma. The psalmist's prayer. 
verses 17 through 24. Yearn that he might know God's law. He determines to delight in God's word even amidst those who ridicule and persecute him. Why is it when folks start talking about it, we want to hang up our Bible? We want to tell them that I I ain't all saved as that. I ain't trying to be no super. I ain't. I think what you want to think about me. You think I'm super saved. I ain't trying to convince you I ain't. Why should I come down to make you feel good? No, I don't want none of your whiskey. I got the Holy Ghost and it keep me high all the time. Every time, Brother Lamont, I want to flip out a wig out, I start to shout. I start to praise. I start to dance. I start to holler. I can wig out anytime I want to and won't get a DWI. Praise him in my car. Have a sanctified bathroom. Yeah, glory. <laughs> we don't quit because they talk about us. We don't stop praising God because they belittle us. I'm a holy roller. I roll when I feel like rolling. You might see me dance at a funeral. <laughs> Verses 25-32. God's word is our strength. You need to get that one and make sure you write those down. God's word is our strength. When you start getting weak as wet spaghetti, that is your fault. When you start backsliding, start swearing and cursing, that's your fault. When you start going back that old down that old road where, oh, where you only you know what old road is, that's your fault. You stepped off of God's road, went back to the old road, and you're hollering, ain't nobody loving me like I want to be loved. You don't even love yourself enough to stay on state, straight street. Verses 34, 33 to 40, rather. God's words keep us pure. You know, you, your heart can get back contaminated. You don't know if you're careful, brother, for not. You'll start looking cross-eyed at me. You get an attitude about me. Because we lose our purity. The devil starts speaking in our ears of some of their old stuff and starts speaking. Back in the day, they used to roll their eyes. I may be constipated. I may be trying to keep from pooping. 
past acting strange. The devil got you convinced because you moved up and I moved back. I made a light one go and you probably didn't know I didn't want you to walk into it. Come on here. We need to stop the devil. Verses 105 to 110. Psalms 119, verses 105 to 110. Hallelujah. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Let's read. Thy Not word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Except I beseech thee thy free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I earn not from thy precepts. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for the saints of the Most High God right now. God, elevate our hearts and our minds right now. Give us strength, O oh God, for the journey. Lord, we pray a special prayer for Mother Young, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We bind everything that we hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray for her strength, a renewal of our mind right now. Touch her, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for your people everywhere, those that are in the United States and those that are around the world, God. Help us to come together in the unity of the faith, O oh God, in the bond of peace right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that you would help us, O oh God, to declare your word this morning. We pray that you bless your manservant, give him wisdom, thought, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray right now. Lord, have your way, Lord, not only in my life, but in the life of the hearers today. Give us strength. Somebody needs strength. Somebody needs a sure word this morning. God, we pray right now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. And uh, thank and praise God for each of you. Uh, uh, good to see. I start calling him baby boy. Good to see my baby boy home. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. 
he has a love for the house of God, and I appreciate that. Amen. We appreciate Lady Turner as well. She gave me a nudge to put out the stuff for that we got up. I'm going to put it like that. So She helped me yesterday, and I appreciate that. Good to see some of you that haven't been to the house of God in a while. Does my heart glad? Does my heart glad? When the saints are missing, it can't help but wonder, is everything all right? And I can see that all is well. And we appreciate it. Amen. We would like to use a subject this morning, the importance of God's Word. The importance of God's Word. Amen. When you look at the fact that God's Word is what we need for our lives. David said it best in 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Whether you realize it or not, the word of God is constantly being attacked. It's not so bad when it happened from the outside. Folk that don't even know God. It's not as bad when the atheists attack the word of God. But when the church attacks the word of God and try to get you to believe that the word of God is not prevalent for this day and time. The word of God is outdated. The word of God is not really what we need to focus on. But I come to dispute that fact because when you look at what God has said about his word, in the beginning the word was with God and the word was God. The same in the beginning was was with God. You see, saints of God, you can't have God without having his word. And so when you look at what folk are trying to do today, trying to get folk not to live up to the standard that God had called or called us to live up to, trying to make religion or trying to make the church look weak and trying to get folks to believe that we cannot do this, but I come to tell you, you can do, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And you know, the church needs to understand the attack, and because when, when the enemy comes and tells us you don't, or you can't, you tell them, I must, I shall, and I will, amen, I will obey the Lord. I, I made up in my mind I'm going to follow 
the Lord. Will I do everything just right every day? Possibly not. But my Bible lets me know there is a word for every situation. There is a word for every trial. There is a word for every test. No matter what the child of God goes through, there is a word for what I'm going through. Ah, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. I don't care what I have to go through. I got a word. I've got something that God has already sent to help me with my go through. And once we realize that, you know, that God has already sent something to help me go through whatever it is that I'm going through. Do I have a church? Do, do I have a church? When you look at the word important, it is the quality, according to the Webster, the quality or the state of being important, the consequence, uh, an important aspect of bearing uh, significance, uh, a weighty matter. You know, when you look at the word of God, uh, uh, it helps us stay on course. Uh, when you look at the word of God, there is a benefit of the word of God. It helps us to understand what God wants from us Christian. As a Christian, we need to live a life that is pleasing to him and to give him glory. There is the benefit of the word. It helps us to understand what God wants from us. And you can't serve God if you don't know what it is that God wants from you. And then you look at Timothy, the third chapter, the verse 16 state that God used his word to train us in righteousness. You don't know the way. I don't know the way. You don't know what it is that the Lord requires if you don't know the word of God. That's why the enemy has always came after the word of God. If you don't know what God is requiring of you, how can you do unless you know? I wish I had a church. How can you follow the Lord if you don't know it's the Lord that's leading you? How can you obey God if you don't know what it is that God wants you to obey? It's sort of like the nation of Israel when they all they knew is they wanted to be free. Remember they were in bondage for over 400 years. But there was a longing to be free. And I come to tell you that everybody, even the folks that are not in the church, there is an innate desire in everybody that is uh, has a, a human nature. 
that is to be free. A whole lot of folk think freedom is being able to sin and do whatever they want to do without being called into question about what it is that they do. But when you look at a child of God, when you look at a saint of God, we love to have the freedom not to be used by the devil as a pawn. We love the idea of being free from Satan and his devices. I should have had a hallelujah right there. So there are different kinds of freedom. The sinner wants to be free to sin. The saints want to be free from sin. So we need God to help us to be free. That is why most sinners, they get angry when you start telling them what the Bible says. But I come to remind you what God said to one. He said to all what God said to one generation. He says to all generations. And we need to come to the reality of the fact there is two worlds that's battling for your soul. Hallelujah to God. Hell is pulling you on one hand. Heaven is pulling on the other. And you've got to make up in your mind. Do you want to live godly? Or do you want to live as a sinner? Do I have a church? But may I remind you, even the sinner can't understand what it is the enemy wants him to lose until he looks at the word of God. You must understand what it is you give up in order to be a sinner. Just like if you must decide what you give up to be a saint. Hallelujah to God. You must make up your mind to forsake this present world to go after God in the world to come. I'm reminded of Job when he asked the question if a man die shall he live again? May I remind you there are some questions that you're going to have to address if you want to fully understand the importance of God's word. I come to talk to those of you that have not made up in your mind 
what your decision is going to be. I come to talk to those of you that have made up your mind, that you made your choice. Hallelujah to God. I promised you as a sinner, I won't cry if you choose not. To serve the Lord But I promise you as a child of God If you choose to serve God I promise to do what God said the angels do I promise to rejoice with them That rejoice Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God I come to remind you That the word of God tells us That every man, woman, boy and girl Must be persuaded By their own mind It is not my job To persuade you To be a saint or a sinner It is your job Do I have a church? But I come to point out this morning You can't make that decision Without hearing the word of God Hallelujah. That's why the enemy of your soul don't want you coming or going to the house of God because he knows that one day the truth will set you free and whom the Son has set free is free indeed so one thing that I need you to understand if you ever get tired of being sick and tired the answer is in the word of God you don't have to worry about what other religions say Pick up the B-I-B-L-E And it will give you An option You can either pick A or B You choose which one Is the best for you Do I have a church? You must remember When Jesus was down here On this earth Before he started his ministry The devil chose to test him Based on the word of God Forty days and forty nights He was in the wilderness Being tempted of the devil And it was the word That got him free Do I have a church? He would tell the devil 
the saint. I can go to the love letter. I can find that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. I can tell every devil out of hell the word said everlasting life belongs to me cause I love God and God loves me I feel like preaching some writers say it's a handbook about life if you don't know who you are read who God say you are in the beginning God when he created man he created him in his image and in his I don't have to wait to get to heaven to get a reflection of what God looks like. I go by my bathroom mirror. If I walk real fast, I see a flash of what God looks like. If I slow down and stare, I can see God in my I can see him in my hands. I can see him in my feet. Do I have a church? The importance of the Bible is based on the fact that it is a revelation of God to us. Hallelujah. The scripture is God's word. To mankind, God breathed in Genesis. He breathed through Exodus. He breathed through Leviticus. He breathed always to Mark, Luke, and John. He breathed to Timothy. so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for the work of God. You find that in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. I need the word and you need the word. The importance of the Bible is it gives us the opportunity to see God in the scripture, his character in his nature. Hallelujah. You'll never know that God is jealous until you pick up the word. You'll never know that God is judgmental. 
unless you pick up the word. A whole lot of folk that are just saying God is love, but he's much more than that. A whole lot of folk don't know God. They heard about him. Do I have a church? The Bible reveals God's divine desire from the beginning to have a people of his own. Look out, church. You mean to tell me there's some folks on this earth don't belong to God. He may have created them, but they don't belong to him. You gotta make up in your mind. Do you want to belong to God? It's important, the importance of the Bible. It's life-giving, a life-giving book. Hallelujah. The word of God is alive. It's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit. Between joint and marrow. I come to tell you if you're having a problem of being a holy, being separate and sanctified, you need the word of God. It cuts stuff off that though you don't need to be there, it helps you get your footing, not only in the house of God, but in the kingdom of God. We don't put the importance where it needs to be. But I come to tell you, I need the word in the morning. I need the word at noonday. I need the word in the middle of the night. God send the word. Send me a word. Hallelujah. I need a rhema. I need a shema. Lord. One songwriter say, I need thee every hour. I need thee. Oh, pass me not. Oh, gentle Savior. Oh, no other. Thou art calling. Do not pass me by. I come to tell some of us the reason why we go through so much because we don't let the world pull us out of our dungeon. We go through and we're like the nation of Israel. We'll hang our hearts on a willow and we'll ask somebody, how can I sing the Lord a song in a strange land? This is not comfortable where I'm at. I know God ain't through 
somebody bring me a word from the Lord. If you don't know which word to bring, somebody bring me a Bible so I can read my way out of what I'm going through. I need somebody to tell me I feel like preaching here. Trouble ain't gonna last always. I need somebody to tell me this true shall pass. I need somebody to tell me we can endure for a night. Do I have a church? Do I have somebody? I am made for temporary problems. God didn't create me for long-term adversity. Salvation for crying over light affliction. 
need to know. You need to know. Things that are easy, you crying over easy stuff. Acting though you're the only one that's going through. Your light afflictions, my light afflictions, everybody you see, even the ones you, you sympathize in saints. You, you folks are merciful saints. You folks that think God's picking on folks saints. They are light affliction. You got light and they got it. Ain't nobody in here got heavy affliction. Jesus makes sure he don't send you nothing that's going to break you. Everything you go through went by God. The problem is, you believe the devil's lie instead of what the word said. I am more than a conqueror. You're more than what you pretended to be. Stop laying down to lick your wound. At least stand on your feet and lick them. We take pride in taking the position of failure. We enjoy somebody patting us on the back when we need a good stiff kick. Paul said, how long will you be hot between two opinions? You fight between two opinions. Which one is right and which one is wrong? You know, ain't nothing like flesh talk. Flesh will tell you you're tired and you ain't did nothing all day. Flesh will tell you stay at home, don't go to church. And when you know fellowship is all a child of God needs, you must have fellowship one with another. Must have. And you want to know why you're tired? You ain't got no saints involved in your life. Them sinners and them spirits wearing you out. Slack them, slack them, ta-da! Make you feel like giving up. Make you 
feel like ain't no use unless you eat a whole box of donuts. But you know what the problem is? Your soul is not comforted. That's why you need comfort food because inside your soul is so discomforted so you savor to flavor. Give me something sweet or give me something salty. Just savor the flavor. But on the inside, you need to be finding out why art thou cast down, oh my soul? Why art thou disquieted within? Will somebody give me a word? you need is to turn people off. Turn the TV off. Turn your problem off. And get to hear what the Bible say so that your soul can rightly interpret where you are. A lot of folk finding are dehydrated. They drink water, but we don't drink, have nothing with electrolytes in it. You can drink all the water you want to, but if you don't replenish your electrolytes, your body is still dehydrated. Amen. Amen. Give you all the cold water you want. Most of the cold water don't have no minerals in it now. They done cooked and bleached it all out. And so you think, let me drink some water so I can be healthy. Ain't nothing in it. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, ain't nothing in it. And so you wind up being kind of hungry in a thirsty kind of way. Because we don't know our bodies and we don't spend time to figure out our bodies no more. Because we're just going through based on somebody else's opinion and somebody else's fact. And if you've ever been to the doctor, they'll tell you, you can have two people in the same house and nobody will have the same problem. The systems are different. You can have the same disease, but you won't have the same problem. So we need somebody to help us understand naturally where we are. That's where the word of God comes in for the saint. When you come to the house of God, the appropriate ain't here to make you feel good is to help you determine what you need to get right and what you need to do to stay right before God. That's why the word of God is important. It's valuable. You should love the word of God more than you do money. 
according to Jesus said, when you find the kingdom, it's like a rich man finding a pearl of a great price. You done found what you're looking for, but you don't know how to possess what it is. That's a bad state for the child of God. You came out of the world looking for this and know you found this and don't know how to walk in what you found? We got a problem. That's why the word of God is of such an importance to the people of God. You don't know how to be holy unless God teach you how to be holy. It's like dreaming. Elder did a good job this morning. I didn't hear it all. If the Lord is talking to you in a dream and you don't know what he's saying, you might as well stay up all night. You have missed the message. So you need now to find out what God's saying. You know why he let you see the dream? Because he couldn't talk to you while you were awake. You keep annoying him or you keep being busy about nothing. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. With all the Holy Ghost you got, how dare you talk to me like that? You ought to hear what the Holy Ghost gonna say. <laughs> Who has bewitched you? Who have made a fool out of you? Who has cause you to stumble like a blind ox. So we need to know what God is saying. You mean to tell me that God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever? You're actually learning what your grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren gonna know by the time they leave the earth. It ain't nothing new, but it's all true. Oh, I wish I had somebody. How can we, as children of God, this psalm here is loaded. It tells the young man, how can a young man clean his ways? By taking heed according to the word of God? If you ever want to cleanse where you are, you all you got to do is obey the word of God. And I, it's amazing. Folks claim they don't know how to be saved. Just don't do what you did before you got here. Come on, 
to be cutting dry. That's a start. So when you look at Psalms 119 and it's, it's basically what the writer said is basically dealing with a father teaching his son the alphabets. Lord, if you ever want to know your A, B's, and C's, look at Psalm 19. It comprises of 22 verses for each letter of the alphabet. That's all you're reading. It is divided into 22 sections each assigned a letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Each verse begins with the assigned letter. And we want, ooh, great God, David. David was instructing Solomon how to read. Lord, somebody need to go back to the A, B's, and C's when it come down to the word. It expresses the this word described in several different ways. The law, the word, the ordinance, the command, the precepts, the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgment. He lets you know that if you do wrong, there is a judgment. That's what the sinner don't want to understand, that you can do all the wrong you want to. But there is going to be a judgment. So that's why they tell you don't judge. Oh, there's going to come a day the court's going to be full of folks that being judged. The statutes. The testimony. We overcome by the words of our testimony and we love not our life until death. Some of you love your life too much. That's why you can't be saved. You can't make up. Do my right foot want to go to church or do my left shoe want to go to, go to the club? Just like some of these songwriters today. They don't know if they're writing for the church or the club. So they use a club beat and tell you, don't judge me. How can I not judge you? That have my feet doing what I used to do out there. Give me something in here that's going to make me clap my hand. Not shake my groove thing. And you have the audacity to tell me not to judge. You haven't read the book. The saints are going to judge the world. You 
and say, just not before it's time, but I know a difference between a peach and a wallaman a tree. Now, when I see a wallaman on the, I mean, when I see a peach on the vine and a wallaman on the tree, then we can talk. Maybe my thinking ain't right. They're cross-cutting everything. They're cross-cutting human beings, trying to make you believe there's a shim now, a she-him, a him-she. I've got a great analogy, and it's very common sense. Can you stand the pee? You are him. What's wrong with being a messed up him? Brother, you got us in all shades, color, and looks. Some of us look all right and some of us look all wrong. We need to understand, and David does a great job. Psalms, the Alpha. Verses 1 through 8. The blessing of following the word of God. When we follow the word of God, our lives will be blessed. You ain't got to worry about bless me, Lord. God can't bless you outside his word. You want a devil's blessing. You want to look like God did it blessing. And the devil going to come back and take it back. Get a God's blessing. Beth, verses 9 through 16. God's word keep his people from sin. We need to hide God's word in our heart and obey it. To take it. You thought you were talking about hiding and just keep it hid so can't nobody see. You need to hide it in there until you can obey it. I got a lot of whooping because I didn't do what I was told to do. You might as well raise your hand and foot. And the truth of the matter, we still having that same issue because it was a humanitarian issue. It was all mankind problem. And you still fighting. Who they think they is to tell me what to do? Well, apparently somebody that knows a little bit more than you do. Maybe it's the supervisor. Maybe it's the adult. Maybe it's the parent. Somebody that's been here a little bit longer than you may know exactly a little bit better way to do. Here. But it's all of our problem. And don't let them be younger than you. I'm grown. No kid tell me what to do. Gamma. The psalmist's prayer 
verses 17 through 24. Yearn that he might know God's law. He determines to delight in God's word even amidst those who ridicule and persecute him. Why is it when folks start talking about it, we want to hang up our Bible? We want to tell them that I, I ain't all saved. As I ain't trying to be no super. I ain't, I think what you want to think about me. You think I'm super saved. I ain't trying to convince you I ain't. Why should I come down to make you feel good? No, I don't want none of your whiskey. I got the Holy Ghost and it keep me high all the time. Every time, Brother Lamont, I want to flip out a wig out, I start to shout. I start to praise. I start to dance. I start to holler. I can wig out anytime I want to and won't get a DWI. Praise him in my car. Have a sanctified bathroom. Yeah, glory. We don't quit because they talk about us. We don't stop praising God because they belittle us. I'm a holy roller. I roll when I feel like rolling. You might see me dance at a funeral. Verses 25 through 32. God's word is our strength. You need to get that one and make sure you write those down. God's word is our strength. When you start getting weak as wet spaghetti, that is your fault. When you start backsliding, start swearing and cursing, that's your fault. When you start going back that old down that old road where, oh, where you only you know what old road is, that's your fault. You stepped off of God's road, went back to the old road, and you're hollering, ain't nobody loving me like I want to be loved. You don't even love yourself enough to stay on state straight street. Verses 34, 33 to 40, rather. God's words keep us pure. You know, you, your heart can get back contaminated. You don't know if you don't care for a brother for not, you'll start looking cross-eyed at me. You get an attitude about me. Because we lose our purity. The devil starts speaking in our ears of some of your old stuff and starts speaking. Back in the day, they used to roll their eyes. I may be constipated. I may be trying to keep from pooping. 
Massa acted strange. The devil got you convinced because you moved up and I moved back. I made a light one go and you probably didn't know I didn't want you to walk into it. Come on here. We need to stop the devil 